I'm Zaik Sarkar, the Charmblade, and you're listening to No Initiative Play Quest, The Soaring City. And we're back. Hey. Hello. Welcome Hi. back. Hi, Hi there. How are you doing? Good to see you. Thanks for sticking <laughs> around. You're all the best. Oh, I left off. We're venturing forward. Truth. Hi, friends. Uh, adventuring forth to our first quest. Bam, bam, title oh, roll, roll credits. Uh, so they're looking to steal the Iron Eye from Lord Darrow now, who lives in Tower 84, which is just on the way. A tower over which was a winery, because Robert's great and has better ideas than I could ever have at that moment. <laughs> I'm over here like, what's another thing quick. you find in a fantasy setting, an apothecary? That's kind of similar. I mean, that's better than my suggestion, which was a FedEx Kinko's, so... <laughs> well, now it's a I mean, winery I there Kinko's. I that, too, though. <laughs> it's half it's winery, fan- half Kinko's. It's a fantasy Kinko's. All right. Um, and you arrive at Tower 84 or 86. It was 80-something. Um, I think I messed up the numbers. Because it was 10 more than um, us. <laughs> that's how I remember and- it proud of you uh and you just arrived there because we're being kind of loose of time as i think benefits are a snappy delivery we're moving um, at the speed and of there is and it's kind of one of those fancy wineries um like it is. ferris is not their usual fair ferris goes here because it's nearby and the next winery is like another six blocks or something uh but this this place is upscale like to the point that the tourists who are here will look in and then walk by it's it's, uh, kind of quiet they have glass doors it maybe looks like it's a little cooler in there than outside so uh, as soon as we uh, get in I'll turn to Lena and kind of straighten her shoulders uh, and face her Um, alright kind of unclasp her half cloak put it on my other shoulder so I have to take my uh, scimitar off my back and just hand it to her. Take this. Hold it up. Just five minutes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do I look professional? Put the, Pull the mask down. You fancy yeah, people yes. wear two cloaks? Well, I just, just hiding the art. Stop it! You look, you look great. I'm gonna just poke around out here and see what's going on and I'm gonna like just stick the scimitar like in my belt just poorly just like (laughs) I guess it's fine so so to make sure I'm understanding Lena is scoping out the climbing entrance I believe (laughs) yes and Zake is pretending to be fancy and go into the winery to ask questions correct if Zake will allow it Faris Faris will accompany him sure (laughs) if you I mean, yeah, like, you're wearing the, your badass armor. You look pretty professional. Yeah. In some capacity. <laughs> yeah. uh, what is Roe up to? Um, <laughs> actually, if Lena's going to climb, um, I can come with you. I can be pretty good at climbing and getting into small things when I need to. Perfect. Um, we're not going to climb yet, but we need to look around and find things to climb. So that would be fun. Welcome to the I endangering see. a child part of the evening. 
I feel like this it's child is endangering Rose Lena only a couple instead. inches shorter than <laughs> Lena, so it's like, <laughs> it's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. And you know, with the wolf head, too. It's like... Yeah, yeah. They're probably like even closer in height with the wolf head. Like, no, yeah, Lena's just gonna be like, uh, what is... like, yeah, go look for ledges and things to see if there's anything we can climb up. Okay, um... Okay. <laughs> Rome will, um... Well, I mean, we can wait, I guess, till we know what the doctor's yeah. doing. Yeah, what is, what is, what is, what is Mr. Denor? Oh, that's so inaccurate. Dr. Denor. Dr. D is fine. Uh, the doctor... JD? <laughs> yes, that... <laughs> I've mentioned this. Uh... <laughs> Uh, the doctor will, of course, go into the winery and just oh, behind his lovely friends and just scan around and see if any of the workers look like somebody he's healed before. Hmm. Interesting tactic. So let's start with Ro and Lena trying to scout the outside. So you can see pretty obviously that there are like windows in a pretty reasonable equivalent arrangement to yours. Um, you do spy through the windows, very lavish furniture packed in very tight spaces as if they had to move, I don't know, move out of a very fancy place and into a very less fancy place and wanted to maintain some modicum of opulence that they didn't really deserve. Um, if you'd like to learn more than that, rules seem sufficient. Also, so if this, if you could just like paint me a word picture as to, like, what this looks like. Like, are we, like, in an alleyway? Or, like, is this somewhere, like, off the beaten path where people don't see? Or are we just kind of, like, outside this building looking at it? Uh, definitely just kind of crowded. Not crowded, but se very public street, semi-passerby, active. Um, is most of the buildings in the city are a series of towers plotted mm -hmm. out. So, like, the streets wind between them. Uh, and then the towers ascend in height over time uh, towards the center. Is there... So anything? actually it's kind of built in a way that you can defend it with like arrows from the middle, but it mm -hmm. also makes it really convenient for jumping from tower to tower, particularly if you descend. So if you go yeah. higher up and come down. Um, is there any approach to this tower that would be a little less conspicuous? Say, just you know, just pulling an example out of the air, if somebody were to climb the side of this tower, just like as a hypothetical. Well, why don't we roll and see what you come up with? All right. All right. Okay. Because the results will inflict upon the world. Um, that's a 12. And Ro, did you want to roll your own as well? Yeah, I'll roll. Oh, that's only a seven. Uh, those are actually what the same result. Yes, because we were running okay. with we'll a homebrew. We'll get you thieves' eyes soon enough. I'll teach you what to <laughs> look for. We're rolling with a homebrew, so a twelve is a tough choice, and so is a seven. Okay. Okay. So, Give me those. I'm ready to make a tough choice. So, Lena, you can, your tough choice. Let's see. There's a way to climb up that would be less conspicuous, but it's either dangerous, or it's like going to particularly alert one, like. Uh, set of people like you're going to like climb like 
on someone's like balcony ledge, and they would might notice. So, um, I'll pick the dangerous way. That's less conspicuous. Right. And Ro, uh, what exactly were you aiming at here? A way up that's easier, or just details about it? Just trying to get the perception check going, or what exactly? Um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think, because Ro's main thought is pretty much, like, how would they maybe be able to get up and, like, drop a rope down, maybe, for those who are less sure. climby? Um, because straight up Rose's plan is to take, like, an animal form to get up there easily, um, and do what they can to sort of assist. Fina also has assisted means to get up as well, so. Nice. Yeah, I remember this. Uh, <laughs> we're all learning this game together right now, so I'm just yes. gonna, it's a little outside the tough choice format, but I'm gonna say that you actually spy, there's a balcony, and on that balcony are these chains. They're like long, and there's one on each side, and like you could use one of those to hoist down. To okay. Someone. It's just loose chains. Hmm. That's not weird. Not weird at all. I promise. No, totally not. Um. So now I'm trying to think. Do you think? Oh, and to answer your dangerous one, there's a. Uh, pathway on up, but you're going past a type of magical uh, sigil that is used for uh, the Blink Transpo uh, mail service. So some fancy places have these things where you will can put something in and warp it to another depot in the city to basically do mail faster. It's uh, Blink Mail. Uh, and they're, but they're kind of um, let's say recent and dangerous and climbing directly over one like you'd need to would be um, while somewhat inconspicuous it might hurt you by trying to warp part of you away okay you're gonna have to move and drink this okay um alright I it's like and they all like just reminded bro can you just Stand watch real quick. I'm just gonna take a scoot up here and see what I can see and come back down, okay? Oh, uh, yeah, right. I, I can do that. Alright. Alright, so go as you're ready for somewhere. that, we're going to blink inside where uh, Fancy Zake and uh, Faris, also fancied now, and the Doctor have all entered. And I imagine, Zake, you entered in first with some pomp and circumstance. Immediately announcing, uh, kind of things for a second. First of all, he unclasps his uh, wrapped up hair, just lets it fall on his shoulders, <clears throat> and enters, stands at the door, kind of checks the, the dust in the windowsill nearby or something like that. Looks around, looks for someone that seems managerial of some sorts, and just proclaims, <clears throat> Excuse me? Uh, I believe you are due for an inspection. Um, a woman with tied back black hair looks up at you with fear in her eyes. Please roll the die to see if this is successful. Um, so I'm using my cosmopolitan feature, which does not require a roll. I just need to come up with a mannerism and uh, that people, so, so that auditors in this case, uh, inspectors would use. And this is literally me just turning to, to Faris and saying, 
at every single thing I look at. Just make sure you write that down, yes? Just take a few steps, do something else in a wine bottle or something. Oh, and this as well, yes? Just keep ordering Varys to write things down. Yeah. <laughs> She'll get a notepad from somewhere and start noting things down. Um, so yeah. That's delightful. All right, yeah, no, don't need to roll. She looks at you with terror in her eyes. Uh, it, inspection of, of, of course we, uh, of course we wouldn't be ready for that. It's a surprise inspection, right? Of course, oh, that is the point of it, yes. Uh, okay, what, what, what would you like to see? Well, I believe uh, we are kind of told about, we are told about checking the uh, ins and outs of the uh, cargo, right? If something suspicious happened or not, uh, if everything's in order, if you, hmm? Yes, we need to check all the stock. Yes. Oh, so, oh, bring out right, your books. Well, oh, yeah, of course, of course, of course. And she uh, goes back and opens a cupboard and pulls out, like, Six dusty ledgers. Books. These are all the books. Oh, this was from before, from back when it was a Kinkos. Sorry, you won't need that. In in her haste, she straight up trucks that one in the trash can. <laughs> nice. Um. So yeah, now at if this. You need point, anything else? I'm I'm right here. I uh, might need something, but for now, let me just have a look, see if everything is in order. If not, I'll just call you. Just don't go too far, okay? Sure, sure. Okay, perfect. Um, and as she leaves a little bit, uh, kind of turn to Ferris. All right, fine. Just let's look through this and give her half the books and try and see if there's any recent ones that seem suspicious or anything. Also, um, totally getting the one she put in the bin out because that's hella suspicious in my opinion. Also, that, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Yeah. You're going to turn my shitpost comment into plot relevant information, and I'm Hell proud yeah. of it. <laughs> nice. Uh, the top doctor, uh, as you're, so they're, they're hitting the books, and you're in here, and you look around, and you spot somebody who you've um, healed before. It's, there is a patient, he's a man with dusty hair and um, slightly abnormally pale skin. And uh, you can, you've heard this, healed this person before for poisoning um, of the alcohol kind. And he's, he's a little together right now, looking nice in the wine shop, but you can kind of tell you're a doctor. Like he stumbles a little bit here, he heads a little aside there. This is, this person is a little gone. Just a little. Um, patron, I'm assuming? And not worker? Yeah, patron. Okay. Sucks, though, because, um, you know, I'm a doctor, so I'm gonna walk over <laughs> to him. And, um, this person's name was James. Ah, yes. Yes just walk up to him and just tap him on the shoulder and be like ah. he starts at your mask he pokes it lightly what did I tell you about drinking too much that I shouldn't do it because my liver can't handle it and I'll die exactly and what are you doing right now? I've, I've been a model citizen and done exactly that as he puts a flask away in his pocket. 
just like the doctor puts his fingers up to like the mask as if doing on the bridge of his nose and just like listen I can only do so much if you uh, drink yourself to death there is nothing I can do I don't have that power so please for your doctor stop it How much does the do the good doctor care about this person? The good doctor cares about anyone <laughs> that he has at as a patient. Right. Now, maybe not nearly as much as some other patients, but... Why don't you um, roll me the die to see if you can make an impression on this person? Four. It's such a failure, so he just nods and goes, of course, Doc, of course, yeah, it's gonna, I'm gonna be fine. I, I promise, I'm swearing it off. I'm okay. Just turn towards, uh, wh whoever is at, like, the bar, at the stand, at the selling point, whatever you want to call it, in the winery. The, 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 the woman who was tricked by Zake is standing, like, respectful, like, six feet away from the inspectors, but like you've positioned yourself so your backs are to her so she can't see what you're looking at. And, just, but she is definitely like 100%. This is my focus here. And she has kind of abandoned the monitor the store duties for the time being. Just kind of walk over to her and just start going, excuse me, this man over here, he is my patient. I am his doctor and he is over drinking. You have served him too much. And you, 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 this is not good. I will have to report you if you keep over-serving people. And I'm now at this point... You know, you're just okay, I, I completely her. understand you. are entirely right, but this is a really bad time. Could we just have this conversation outside, please, please, please? <laughs> Fine. And I go, let us go outside. And she looks at Zake and Faris like, oh, I didn't hear that. Zake kind of goes... Excuse me, sir, was you talking about some illegalities with this establish establishment? No. Yeah, there might be some. Don't worry, we will talk about it. Okay, please take this ruckus uh, outside. I'm trying to concentrate, yes? She practically, she practically plows the doctor and the patient outside. It's <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> And, you know, while I distract her outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Just nice one. angrily chastising her for allowing a man to drink his liver shot. Yeah. Time for a little doctor-patient confidentiality. So, uh, Zake and Faris, you're hitting these you books. Um, so, can you give me a little bit of a description about what exactly you're hoping to ascertain from them? Yes, so um, typically I assume that the packages will have descriptions and I'm, we're specifically looking for something recent that has been um, masked under a different code or some hidden um, hint or something that would mark it as something that wouldn't be, would be not for the winery but for hiding the eye. Right. I don't think you need to roll to examine these books because that's uh, a little boring. 
but as you both hit the books, you notice there's a certain code. It's uh, it's it's um, DB, and you start to realize that everything labeled with that you're not noticing out on display, mm-hmm. or in the back, or on the shelves. Everything labeled DB doesn't seem to be here. Well, that's suspicious. And there's Should at least we... three packages uh, that came in within the time frame that you're looking at as well. Should we try and inquire where these packages went to? Maybe, although it might tip her off. Well, I believe it might be uh, a valid question if we cannot find them out back or in display. I don't know what the excuse will be, but yeah. I think it might be good to ask. Jump out to Lena and Ro. And this is back a little bit in time. So the, yeah. the, the doctor and the patient and the hapless store clerk. Oh, God, I feel yeah. so bad for her. Oh, not outside yet. Okay. That's good. I've worked in um, food service. I've been there. <laughs> yep. Uh, um, so I'm going to kind of like take a look at the route that I think is the least conspicuous. And I'm going to take out my feather hook, which I can use to scale buildings. Um, and I'm going to like hold it and Remind then- what a feather hook is. So the feather hook, um, it's one of my cool spy items. It's a magic grappling hook that gently glides upwards like a balloon until it reaches a ledge. And you can tie any length of rope to it. So it's basically like a magic grappling hook. So I release it underneath the ledge that I'm aiming towards and like once it hooks, I go to like step on Spola to climb up, and I like can't move as freely. So I like take Zeke's scimitar out of my belt. I'm like, bro, can you hold this for me? <laughs> oh, uh, sure. Do you need help? Do you want me to come up too? Oh, I mean, if you want to, you can. Um, I'm just gonna go take a quick peek. Um, but you can come if you don't want to hold the sword. I mean, I guess I can still hold it. I haven't. Nah, it'll be fine. I can hold it if it's in your way. <laughs> and I'll just sort of like take it and like stick it in my belt, like next to my slingshot. Um. You I'm... look, you look really tough. Hey. <laughs> um. And be like, I'm just going down. And be like, don't tell Zeke I gave you that. Okay, I won't. It'll be a secret. Perfect. Um, and I'm going to just like start climbing up the rope. Um, All right. So normally I nope. wouldn't have you able to climb this with this item because that's really yep. easy. But we did describe that this route was dangerous. Yes. So can you roll a d6 for me? And on a five or six, something bad will happen therein. Ooh, okay. that home bruise. That was a six. <laughs> All right. Oh. Which so normally would you be are, good. <laughs> you are so focused on avoiding the blink uh, mail rune that as you get up onto the balcony, you bump one of these chains. And it starts to rattle slightly. And these two chains spring to life and begin trying to wrap around you and squeeze the life out of you. Very oh, much no. like the squeezel I'm using squeezel. the stat block from. Squeeze again. Squeeze all strikes and again. this 
will conveniently happen at the same time that uh, the doctor steps outside. I will you note. Here. Oh. So, so these, these, it is going to start wrapped around one of your legs. Oh. Okay. But as the protagonists in the story, you get to act first. Um. Can I try to get myself the, like squeezes are the cute, by the way. I love the squeeze all. So cute. Um, can I try to just like pull myself loose and just like swine dive off this balcony? Absolutely. Like holding the rope, uh, obviously. I'm not a member yeah. of the Crossings. So I can't just land in a conveniently placed pile. You can of roll the die to break free from the constriction. Yes. And then at like which point you that. could dive off the balcony of your own volition. Okay, I will try to get loose of the chains. That's an 11. Oh, so that's a tough choice. So, mm -hmm. hmm. So I think one of them is it hurts you as you dive off. You know, it gets a grab around mm -hmm. like your wrist or your shoulder or something and gives a good tweak to your, one of your muscles and it hurts a bunch. Or the other one is I think these two chain squeezels follow you. Hmm. Um, like I've been hurt before. I'll take I'll take the hurt. I'll take the hurt. My brand. Right. Um, yeah. I'll 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 take a little bit of ouchies. All right. So it's I think it's I think it's gonna you know like they have those like clappers at the end that go like mm. manacle clapper. Yeah. I think that's gonna go around. Um. I think that's gonna go around a wrist and just. Tweak it. Do you want it to be on the robot wrist or the normal wrist? Um, the normal wrist because that'll heal normally. <laughs> it's harder to fix the mechanical wrist. So as you dive off, your arm is behind you slightly, and it claps on your arm, and you end up getting a moment where you get pulled, and just all your weight snaps right along that, and you feel something pop out of place in that wrist. As you take three points of damage, you only have ten HP in quest. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, but uh -oh. if you do this, it also cracks open. It doesn't fully like hang you by it. The impact okay. force also cracks it open, and you fall to the ground. How's fall damage work in this game? I don't know. I you're know, you're I, a spy. Was, you're fine. Yeah, I was saying I was also holding the rope, so <laughs> that's with fair. My other hand. Yeah. So I probably was able so, like, to brace spy, myself enough that it. Yeah. yeah. Like I fall. I'm like that could have gone better. Uh, I don't think that was supposed to happen. And I'll just be like, I'll, I'll take the sword back. And I'll take put the sword back. Okay, in here. And oh. pull the feather hook back down. While that happens, Nat, uh, inside, like, as, as Lena is being wrapped by the chains, uh, Zay kind of just looks up suddenly, looks at Ferris. Well, shit. And runs outside. <laughs> Um, because he can sense when Lena's in danger, even if separated. Um, <laughs> so he just opens the door to the outside I and totally sees... totally forgot that. Yeah, <laughs> and just sees Lena on the right. ground and the doctor uh, chatting so through the... I think you get out as Ro is handing the scimitar back to Lena. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I'm like, don't worry, I won't tell Zeke at all. <laughs>
nothing happened. As I'm like, just like cradling my like very limp wrist. There were snake chains. Looks around, looks at both of them, and then also notices the doctor and the clerk still there and tries to quickly still um, keep his facade up. What is happening here? Kind of looks at the clerk directly. What is this guy? I'm trying to work inside. She turns to you and says, I swear this never happens. (laughs) I swear. We're tired, woman. Hey, fine. uh, I don't have time for this bullshit. Sitting on a really weird day. Do you want to... All right, I'll ignore this, but just come with me. We have some questions about the numbers and some packages. Maybe you can answer. Not everything seems to be in order. Um, James, uh, the doctor's foreign patient, just after seeing all this, is looking at his kind of nodding, and he just goes to the wall of the tower and just leans against it, and then just slides to sit down. (laughs) Valid. (laughs) Whenever they get back inside, Faris now has, like, the books all open, is looking very official. Uh, as you as you're back inside the doctor catches up James and he's just like maybe you're right what, why what what happened what's wrong I've never hallucinated things on alcohol before oh you saw stuff yeah that's weird nothing's happening out here just kind of walk he's over and just like put my hand semi-passively into, just put my hand into his 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 like jacket and be like, I'm going to take this with me. <laughs> take his flask. He like meekly reaches up and his fingers like pull brush against your arm as you take it, but he doesn't really stop. <laughs> and then uh, as I as I walk in I drink his flask. <laughs> <laughs> I drink your milkshake. Huh? That's it's just so Dr. Oh. So, Where's the uh, trap door Isla, on this get back thing? to you describing how you looked with the books all laid out. Oh yeah, sorry, I didn't realize we were still doing a thing. Um, yeah, so she's just like opened the books to the point that have the DB packages and she's like marked them and got her own list and everything. She's looking very stern when they walk back in. Uh, she walks in and sees that and sees the passages you've marked and there's like a second moment of like, damn it. <laughs> So you seem to have some inconsistencies in your stock. There's these packages marked DB. They don't seem to be accounted for at all, other than in these books. Do you mind telling us what that is? Um, well, I'm sure it's just an error. I'm sure if we can look, we can find points to one of them. Uh, you know, she's she's like shaking a little bit. I'm gonna use and... compel truth on her. Wait, what? That's a thing you have? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. New games are exciting, fam. Yeah. yeah. What does this so, do? Please I have me. an ability. It says your eyes glow like blue flames, but because it's Faris, her eyes are golden, so there's just like a little gold flash. Um, as you look into the eyes of a nearby creature and grip their mind, and then I have to roll a die to determine what happens. But basically, she might be compelled to answer questions truthfully for a while. Um... Ooh, 11. The target is compelled to answer three questions truthfully. Ooh, all right. So the first one I'm, su- I'm assuming is, what does the DB mark mean? Yeah. It doesn't. It also uh, doesn't say I... whether the question has to be asked by me, so I imagine Zayk can ask as well. Oh, cool. I imagine. Yeah, that's convenient. 
sure. Uh, it's 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 true. The D is Darno, the B is Brandon. He's the, the person. He lives upstairs. He likes this packages to come through inconspicuously. Why did I say that? What, why did I say that? So you are marking and taking in packages for someone else through your shop. What what do they contain? Uh, uh, oh, you don't usually look into them. Look, open them. It just whatever come in, and we just chip them up back, so no one can see. And uh, these packages definitely go up uh, to his quarters, not anywhere else. Yes. She seems like she's like in the magic force. He's got a he's got a lift that goes to the center of the building that goes down underneath. Why, why did I say that? Why? Okay. Well, it seems that uh, there are some shady business happening here uh, in the winery. You, you cannot have these in the ledgers and not have them displayed in the store. I'll have to report you. Oh. Unless perhaps uh, you can take us to this lift. Switch to the thing. With books and like head back into the store and down again. She takes a breath. She kind of resolves. But you know what? The the last owner set this all up. I just inherited this problem. So why not now? Be the time to get it out. Exactly. You're not to blame then. So Obvious- help us. Obviously. I mean, uh, if it uh, turns out it is not no, this is your fault and just the people uh, handling the packages, then the winery will be able to continue functioning. Uh, if that's uh, truly walks. the case. Yeah. Of course, of course. And she walks over and kind of brushes her hand along. There's this uh, outjetting to make like a column of bricked stone. So there's no entrance on this level, but if you go to the cellar, when he levels up, there's an onboard, and this is a shaft that will lead down. I can show you the cellar entrance if you want. Perfect. Just give me one uh, second. And then she kind of has moments like, why do you care? You're just the wine inspector. We're very are thorough. You, are you just assuming that because I'm an inspector, my work shouldn't be carrying on in a perfect way? Making sure everything is absolutely correct? Including packages that may harm the city? Is that what you are insinuating? Good. (laughs) Walks out, um, opens the door, inside. (laughs) Aris just stares at this poor winery owner, just arms folded, not saying anything, just staring. (laughs) Was that to me and Ro, who were just chilling outside? Yeah, it was, it was. Yeah. Whoever's outside, including the doctor, I've I think. I've never felt worse for an unnamed NPC <laughs> yeah, yeah, since yeah. Cabbage Man. <laughs> oh, Cabbage Man. Oh, shit, that's what Mr. Batinga should have sold. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> Consigning him to a life of misery. That'd be, that's cool. Yeah, you know, walking, she's, she's trying to play it cool, but she's definitely, like, cradling her left wrist a little bit. 
because it's definitely probably broken. It's totally fine. It's like, yeah. It's cool. We have a doctor. Yeah, we have a doctor. It's fine. <laughs> what we don't have is a mechanic to fix my arm if my arm had broke. My other arm had broken. Valid. Fine. This is <coughs> fine. I think Bro scampers in like right behind Lana. Yes, these so are disgusting. Other I did not have time to take a bath before we no. came to this fancy wine shop. <laughs> if, if I um, see the doctor, I'm just gonna like sidle up to the doctor real quick and be like, um, it's not time sensitive, but um, I'm just gonna like motion to my other hand, be like, just eventually this is going to need looking at. Mangled Everyone's wrist, doctor. Yeah, doctor, fine. from your cursory glance and your expertise, do you know that that is at least dislocated, probably fractured? Uh, uh, but uh, that's not too bad. I could take care of that. I assume I see. I assumed you'd be able to. I'm not worried. Just eventually, we're going to need to take a look. Makes sense. And I just grab her wrist and just kind of like <laughs> as I cast heal. <laughs> I definitely like, like swallow back like a yelp. It's like <laughs> <laughs> mostly because mend uh, wouldn't fix this type of a problem, but heal would. Definitely wasn't not just adding just narrative description to wounds. No, definitely not. <laughs> I don't care. I'm spending my two AP. You know, I appreciate you, Robert. We're here for I the RP now. <laughs> I appreciate you, too, for fixing my mistake. But yeah, definitely just like a... <laughs> Thank you! So as as Zeke comes back in while this is happening outside, he turns to Faris, which is probably still with the uh, owner. Mm -hmm. um, uh, do you think that uh, she's telling the truth when she says that it's nothing to do with uh, her and it was the previous owner? Because Zeke doesn't necessarily know about the ability, so... Yeah. Although technically she didn't... I don't think she answered that question under the... It was after that he was after it. But Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, yeah. Faris is just like, yeah, I think she's telling the truth. No, perfect. Then in that case, turns I turn to the uh, owner and say, <clears throat> tie my hair back again, take the cloak <laughs> off. <sighs> I'm probably sorry, but... We need to be careful. We're just here to fix some wrongs, and if you have nothing to do with it, then you have nothing to worry about. Um, this is the information we needed. I see that you have nothing to do with it, so just show us where this elevator is, and then we'll be out of your hair and probably fix this problem for you. Leads you down into there's a little cellar underneath this winery for wine, and the dusty corner of it. <laughs> yeah, just give the cloak back. Take the scimitar. I saw that. I have no idea what you're talking. Oh, the wrist thing. No, it's fine. The doctor fixed it. Not the wrist thing. <laughs> don't worry, I fixed the wrist. I don't care about you, that. You There's the wrist. like frosting on the phone. pommel of the sword. <laughs> it's fine. Why, why is it sticky? <laughs> I don't know. I got nervous and was sweating with my hands. I don't know. Don't don't talk to me like that. Everything's <laughs> fine. You sweat sugar now? No, I don't. I, I don't know. Just, I, you know, I broke my wrist a second ago. I would have kind of slap, slap the wrist. It's fine now. 
can we stop bickering and do this job, please? Fine. Um, yes, or no to the first question, yes to the second. And I'm gonna start walking. Things are so much more quiet when Zake is away. And she just turns and walks into the basement. <laughs> 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 this lady leads you to the back of the wine cellar. And runs her fingers on the bottom rim of a, one of the big ass casts. It's like bigger than you. And it opens up and it goes straight through the wall and out the back end. <sighs> Perfect. This is much easier than the route I tried. Alright. Just... Yeah, it didn't work well. As, as uh. As we're going in there, I'm gonna I'm gonna pat the uh, owner on the back. She's like, "Don't worry, they're helping us. Uh, well, it will be very beneficial for you." I'm gonna cast knocks on her <laughs> and impart on her increased what, what confidence. What does that do? Well, it lets me uh, uh, place a combination of deleterious effects on a target that I have touched for the next hour. I can do up to three of them, and I am going to give her. Increased confidence, a feeling of euphoria, and <laughs> relaxedness. To basically, in the sense of like, if I help them, this will be great for me. I am super relaxed about it and confident about it. I'm putting that all together with what I said. To kind of try and you know make sure she doesn't go betray us. Sure. Yeah. Hey, when people sure. do that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we Ooh. really hate betrayal here. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. Betrayal's fantastic. It's just, right. you know, it's just like really lazy storytelling. <laughs> yeah, new, new. <laughs> what? <sighs> anyway, Zake catches All up right. to Ferris. <laughs> As the five of you make your way through the barrel door. The camera stays on the wine shop owner for a moment. And she like sighs to herself. She closes the door, barrel open. I don't think they were the wine inspectors. <laughs> However, this is very good for her. <laughs> No, she thinks euphorically. Yeah. <laughs> Confidently. She wasn't, she wasn't stressed about it. She was just very much <laughs> relaxedly euphorically yeah. and confidently. Liars. <laughs> Liars. That's awesome. There you go. Oh, it's good. Weren't they sweet? Helpful liars. <laughs> the group. All right, so directly through this doorway. You've got a, what can be best described as a warehouse space. It's not like a warehouse in size, but it's storing crates and boxes and the like. Um, and quite prominently, at the other end, kind of behind some crates and stuff, is a safe built into the wall. You also see a lift entrance. And, you know, it's like got the, it's closed right now, but it looks like there's like a button. With an arcane sage will light up and you'll come on and open up, you know, the whole thing. Safe, you say. Badoong's important. And there's a safe, yes. Yeah. The safe, you say. 
Mm -hmm. um, Megan loves stealing from safes. I do. I do. That yeah, is true. Game is this Lena's parents' safe? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you. Lena doesn't have parents. Um, um, I would like to see the safe retrieve my lockpicks and just like, you know, unlock the safe. Please. Alright. I'm also going to look up you... for how lockpicks work. Uh, I oh, believe it just safe. allows you to do it narratively. And you get five yeah. of them. Five of them, that's what I was trying to figure out. Remember, is how many of them I have. Why don't you roll the die? Alright. Ten, ten, ten. Sixteen! Hey. That is a full success. So you go out the safe. I'm gonna because it's a safe. I'm gonna say it takes a little bit of time. So is there anything anyone else wants to do in the room as Lena is just going to town on the safe? I think one of the lockpicks is like in one of the fingers of my arm, and I just like <sighs> oh, that's epic. Pull it up and just like I love that. So like the the tension is on the left side, but like the pick itself is in nice. the arm. I'm getting fifth element vibes. Yes. <laughs> So yes, I'm going to pick the same. I'm like, talk amongst yourselves. I'm just going to get it down. Garth's kind of like, it would be very convenient if this was the safe. And starts kind of inspecting the room, keeping an eye out to see if anyone else comes or if there's anything else that looks suspicious or unusual in here at all. Right, uh, a few things. There's a lot of boxes. Most of them have alphanumeric numbers burned into the side, but don't actually say what's in them. Um, you can hear a little bit of movement on, along the elevator shaft, like the elevator's being used or something. It's got this thrumming noise, of like of magic. As in, is that just what's powering it, or does it seem like it's moving, like someone's on it? You haven't interacted with this elevator before, so it's hard to tell. move a little bit closer and maybe see if like the mechanisms are moving or anything like that well it's magic so there's no mechanism oh yeah <laughs> magic magicism Ma yeah <laughs> exactly. just if you have something the like the wizard's identify magic ability that would help you <laughs> which i don't have because i'm not a wizard <laughs> I, I know but i'm trying to teach the system a little bit just a good good job Chris. is this thing yeah, considered not the a wizard fetus <laughs> Yeah, this elevator is in fact considered a corpse. Oh, well then I would like <laughs> to use my ability. Um, no, Zeke will walk up to the elevator as he sees Faris inspecting it and just patiently leans against the wall just in case someone pops out of it and he needs to make a scene. He just mm -hmm. ah, stands there. Sure. Make a scene. Are <laughs> you getting up to anything or was this like one of those situations where they're like, hmm, shouldn't touch anything? Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say, I feel like Ro is kind of really itching to push the elevator button, pretty much. <laughs> it's glowing, it's right there, it's, it's uh, satisfyingly circular. I feel like they've probably wandered over, like, with Ferris to inspect it, and they're just, like, reaching for it, like, hand getting knocked away, Ro. probably by, like, Zake or Ferris or <laughs> yeah. someone. Ro, usually I encourage your curiosity, but let's not touch anything. I want to no. know if it'll make a noise when I push it. That's why I don't want you to push it, in no. case it makes a noise. Okay. 
as one of the times Ro is reaching for the button, you, you swear Ro didn't touch the button, but the button lights up in this little boom noise. I didn't do it! What did I say? Wasn't me! It's like. Like my hands like right disappear about there, into Lena, you my get cloak. the safe open. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> open. Nice. Or it's probably. No, Lena's definitely just like. I'm the best. Like, it I'm like, hell yeah. The worst. Radical confidence. Radical confidence. <laughs> Only partially founded. Um, I'm going to open the safe. Alright. So, the you've heard the elevator ding, by the way. You, you would have noticed that. I'm like, so, go. <laughs> and you open it up, and it's gangsta. Um... You start to open it, let's put it this way, and it starts to make a horrendous scraping noise. Do you continue? Yeah, I'm in this deep. <laughs> That's fair. Lena! I, I can't help it! I rush over loud. and pour whiskey all over it. <laughs> I'm just like, like, I can't control how squeaky something is. Maybe this will help. I mean, it's not oil, but I don't know. It's our, it's our, it already made a sound, so I'm just gonna commit to it. <laughs> Ferris like put, kind of pushes Rose so that the two of them are like on the other side of the elevator from where Zake is, and she's like with a dagger in hand, ready, like protective arm over Rose just in case someone mom arms. <laughs> Why mom arm? <laughs> yes. <Why> mom arm? <laughs> All right. Yeah. So Lena, uh, you continue to yank this safe open. And the whiskey makes it a slightly more wet noise, I guess. It's better. It's like better. a splorch. Uh, notably, the scraping noise is from the uh, thing rubbing, grinding against the floor, not against, not the hinges. Yeah. Uh, so it continues yeah. to make the horrible scraping noise. Like I'll just noise. open it like wide enough for me to get into, like for me to get in it. Sure. I don't need to open it all the way. Uh, and as you're peeking around the corner, the elevator <laughs> stops thwomping, and the door is sort of open up. Zeke moves and right in front of the door's opening. It's like, Zeke, as you move in front of the door's opening, you see two metallic-crafted automatons with spiky iron, um, and they have, like, glowing red eyes, and they immediately say, Password. Robots! That's Megan. That's and Megan. As, and Nina. as you don't immediately respond, one of them pulls out a sword from its forearm. Says, repeats, password. As, as Zeke sees the doors opening, he was literally off his mouth going to say, I, I, swear, I, I swear I can explain. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... I... He says, <laughs> "You're supposed to be the smooth one." <laughs> going, going for the scimitar at the same time. I. <laughs> what what uh, was the dude's the name first. <laughs> uh, There was Brandon Darnell, Lord Brandon Darnell. <laughs> She'll just yell, "Lord Brandon Darnell," <laughs> in the hopes that he's arrogant enough to use his own name as a password. <laughs> that much of a narcissist. <laughs> I mean. Uh, Lena, as you peek in, uh, you see two 
boxes that are kind of like jewelry boxes in shape and form. Um, uh, a very large sword, a slightly smaller sword in scabbard, um, and a lockbox on the floor, which is much bigger, and seems to be bolted to the floor. Um, okay. Uh, so, um, at that point, you have maybe, like, an action worth of time before these robots decide that <laughs> I and Brandon so Darnell this... <laughs> are not the password enough to start Is this scabbing. safe? Is this, like, a person-sized safe? Yeah, you could walk into this safe. Okay. I'm just gonna yell be like, Do we have time? <laughs> no! <laughs> we can buy you time. Perfect. I want to try to pick the lock on the lockbox that's built into the safe. All right. So I I'll trust just give Ferris. You a little Ferris. Hint here. As you as you go down to like grab it and start getting up to the thing, you do hear it jingle very much like coin. Hmm. That's a little like I want that, but less than I would want possibly what's in the jewelry boxes. Can I just like rifle through everything quickly and then like pop out to like maybe help fight some robots? I guess. Maybe. Um, yeah, so you think you can pop open the jewelry like, box. You can't like yeah. pick through them yet, but you can. Yeah, pop no, open. no, just like, yeah, I just want to like take a look. I want to survey so I know what I can come back for. All right, um, Megan, higher left. Oh. Uh oh. Hi. Uh oh. Hi, right? Hi. Hi. It is not always high. So, you reach yeah. out for the left box first. You know, maybe it's human mm. nature. You know, you go left to right. You pop it open, and noxious gas begins to spill forward. Because one of the boxes was a trap. Oops. I drop that like it's. Really... I'm gonna drop that like you bit me. <laughs> yeah. Um. We given that. Um. We're going to jump into actual combat. So as the protagonist, once again, you get to act first. These robots have unfolded blades and weapons and have dropped into a bit of a battle stance and are ready to multi-attack the fuck out of you. Oh, damn. Great. That sounds uh, awesome. So, yeah, so it's it, He likes Tolkien. Try battle up. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Tolkien nerd. Yeah, sure. Um, Definitely it. Oh, damn. Okay, so Zeke's just going to continue to unsheathe his sword, uh, his scimitar, and just blurt out random words. Uh, <laughs> Pigeon, uh, Sky, um, Baron Kovlax, uh, whatever his name was. Um, <laughs> that was correct. Yeah. Ruby. And at the same time, uh, you see as he... Because both robots are still inside the elevator, right? Yep. Okay, so as he, you see him has almost jump into the side of the elevator and propose himself with his feet off the wall and just lunge towards one of the robots with the scimitar. Ooh. And uh, this is his signature move, uh, high up attack for his wild attack. So let's do that. Ooh. That's cool. For folks at home, this is you attack with reckless power, disregarding your safety. So, yay. <laughs> Come on, one of us has to be dead already. Ooh, that's a uh, 13. Hey, that's not nice. So you deal double damage. Yes, I do. So for no, the folks who that don't is... know, that's four. Yes, correct. I was going to ask you if it was four because I thought it was four, but wasn't sure. <laughs> so you're 
Skimitar, you said? Yeah. Uh, strikes home, uh, slashing off a chunk of this thing's shoulder armor. As I scream, Faris! <laughs> nah, I'm good. Um... Uh, they say, password not accepted. <laughs> no shit. I don't think that was it. <laughs> So as you do that, uh, so the way it, just a little snapshot initiative works, y'all just do it in the order that feels right for you, mm-hmm. slash I help with right. that. Mm-hmm. So for me, next feels like Ferris. Yeah, I agree. Um, Ferris seeing these robots just like descending on Zake. Um, once again, her eyes glow gold for a moment and then all the tattoos on her body ignite and she shouts, Solaris, and I will use thunderous word which deals two damage to up to three creatures. So I'm just targeting the robots because I get to pick. But you and don't want to hit Zeg. I do not want to hit Zeg. <laughs> I mean, Surprising. I could, it would be funny, but um, so yeah, this like wave of solar energy just like comes directly out of her and knocks back the two robots uh, and deals two damage. And they are also briefly dazed and cannot use special abilities during their next turn. All right, they get thrown against the back. And it looks very cool as you have like this corona of sunlight emanating around you for the invocation. Um, Ro, I think you were right there. Yeah, I was um, right behind Ferris. So I think Ferris charges in um, and Ro just sort of like screws up their face and they're just like, I don't like these robots anymore. And I'm gonna use my shapeshifter ability. Um, and Ro is going to like sort of anamorph style. You see like the sort of like brown red fur sweep over their body and they like get down onto all fours and turn into a wolf. And I'm going to lunge at one of the robots. All right. and try to make an, an attack. Doggo eats robot. Actually, there is not a Oh, I see what you're doing there. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, it's a six. That's a tough choice. Tough choice. Thank you. I'm like, is six a failure or a tough yeah, choice? Yeah, I've got ah. my thingy up. So, uh, usual stuff. Uh, so normal. Hmm. So you can either do half damage, which is one, or uh, you can. Uh, you can get impaled a little bit on one of their iron spikes and take one point of damage back yourself. Um, uh, Ro would probably actually do that last because they just sort of throw their wolfy self um, and like clamp their jaws down on one of the sword hands. Right. So I'll say I take a point. Yeah, you take a point and they take two. You, I have um, a wolf health it. pool, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, I was just reading the ability. And I'm like, I like I like to give tough choices that like incentive that like, like pay it. off for the choices you made a lot of the time. Like it's fun, makes you feel like you make good choices. Yeah. All right, so that one's taking eight damage now as you clomp down on the arm that already had lost its armor from uh, being sliced by Zeke. Zeke slash. Yes. Um. How am I close enough to get up to them? Absolutely. Okay. So uh, the doctor is going to start walking towards them, and as he does, he's going to swing his arm out as his bone saw comes out from underneath his sleeve, and he grabs hold of it, 
And as he's walking, he goes, You know, there are similarities in the physiology of the living and the automatons. And as I get up to it, I'm just going to run the bone saw across one of the limbs of of the uh, one that's most hurt. Doctor, less talking more tactic. Good choices. Thirteen. That is a full success. So you deal some damage to it as you saw. I think at this point the arm is off between the bite and the slash and the bone saw and the thunder. I think it's missing an arm now. I think that's just what happened. And now it's still up after ten damage, which is like oof for enemies. No, can't start easy. Uh, Elena, can you start by rolling the die to try to resist this noxious gas? I'd love to roll the die to try to resist this noxious gas. Uh oh. I would. That would be my. I would love to do that. That's a nine. That's a tough choice. Yep. So. I'm making a lot of those. <laughs> that's kind of what the game likes to see. So. I like it. Um. So fundamentally, this gas is trying to render you incapacitated. So your options are you get away, but get hurt by it, coughing and wheezing, and your lungs are burning and it's painful. Or... Or you do it by closing the safe with the concealing the gas inside. I don't want to do that because I don't have to open it again. Um, I will run out of the safe, all coffee, coffee, ouch my lungs. Alright, you take Because I assume the gas is finite. Oh, Jesus. I assume the gas is finite, so the gas will eventually stop gassing and I can go back in and get the stuff. That's the dream. Maybe. Oh, this girl, what have I I gotten myself into? Slightly heavier than air, so it starts to pool and point to flow out of the safe very uh not menacingly i'm just kind of like run out of the safe and be like don't breathe that it's bad uh but it's still your turn that didn't like take your turn or anything um cool there are robots yes um yeah they have I... red murderized that's how you know they're enemies of course um all robots are friends. However, <laughs> um, except these two. I, no, it's fine. I will kill them as friends. Um, I would like to. I'm gonna reach down into my boot and pull out one of my daggers and huck it at the robot that is missing an arm. Oh, that's my luck. Because that's my luck. Stop copying me. Roll down. Yep. 16. I guess 16 is my number tonight, yeah, I guess. This happening? is like the fourth 16 I've uh, rolled. Your dagger is going to render this machine inoperable. How does it do that? Um, I think like I'm I'm looking at it as it's like asking for a password. And I'm just gonna like kind of like aim my sight and just like toss it and get it like right into one of its murder eyes. You hear the glass yeah. shatter as the dagger slams in all the way to the hilt. 
and the two pa pa password. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Right, they have to go, and they still can't use special abilities. Sad face. Uh, but it still gets to stab a few times. Um. So Ferris and Zake and Doctor and Ro are all within stabbing range. This is a crowded elevator. God damn it. <laughs> yep. The Thunder Gap could also knock them back. I don't know how far it could knock them back in this space, though. <laughs> yeah, elevator wasn't big. <laughs> but yeah, you probably can't get past the wolf uh, to get to all the way to Ferris, admittedly. But uh, so it's just going to stab the doctor a few times. Doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, is, this makes sense. Alright, so that is um, a two, uh, a tough choice and two full successes. And the usual go-to tough choice for enemies is just half damage, so it's going to kind of take all over arm, clamp it on your shoulder, and just insert blade, exert blade, insert blade, exert blade, insert blade, and deal five Oof. damage to you. Took it. Oof. Just like, as it happens, just like the doctor grabs where, where where was it that it shoulder I grabbed you in the shoulder and stabbed the belly oh okay belly just grabs his belly and just like oh, well that was not very nice of you uh that was its go why don't we jump in with the doctor's turn yeah yeah it, it, as it's going to take its arm off of my shoulder i just grab its arm and stop it from going away. <sighs> and then take my bone saw and run it across its arm. Hell yeah, give me an attack. That's a 19. Ooh, so the rules you're using, that's a triumph. So that deals double damage, or I'm going to say you can do normal damage and something cool in addition. Oh, that's oh. I mean, do, do I get to choose what something cool is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, can I do this? And the proper answer is usually going to be yes. Can, can I remove that arm and thus maybe remove one of its attacks? Yeah, that seems reasonable as you take the bone, so I just... And just teeth bite all the way through that arm. And it's still just... This, this arm is just hanging on your shoulder. Hand clamped. And, and as I pull that arm off, I throw it backwards towards Lee and go, Yeah, so it's yours now. And you toss it to Lena. It's Lena's turn now. <laughs> nice. I'm not gonna catch it. <laughs> hey, it's a spare. I d Do you see how nice mine is? <laughs> it's the wrong aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, like hearts, you know. So, I'm going to just like I'm gonna catch it and then be like, no, and toss it back, and I'm going to run at the robot and do a very Assassin's Creed thing and like bend my wrist back and a knife comes out of my wrist and just like punch it right in its face because I that worked with the first one um that's a 10 that's a tough choice okay so I'll uh 
I'll let you hit it. Hell, I'll even let you do extra damage, but it gets you just as bad. Or you stumble and you stab it, but you end up on the ground neck with it looming over you afterwards. It trips um, you as you I'll, stab it. I'll take that one because I don't think I can take much more. So yes, I will stop. <laughs> All right. Don't so, so you nervous. stick your it's dagger fine. in yeah. its chest, but its foot comes forward deftly and you tumble on, tumbling forward on the ground, part, halfway in the elevator, halfway out. Mm -hmm. uh, as you still stab and scrape by with two damage on it. Cool. Uh, as we from there pan up to our probably Ferris, who's right about there. You're muted. You're new. You're new. Why are you I new? did the thing. Um, yeah, what state are both these robots in again? There's What's one that. that? Uh, how close am I to the one that the doctor like tore the arm off? Am I uh, quite that close. One, also, you get to move a reasonable distance along yeah. with your turn. Cool. Um, Ferris will grab the massive spear off her back and try to like run that one through. Sure. Basic tag, yeah. all die. Um, See how it goes. Actually, wait, no, sorry. I changed my mind. I'm going for the one that Lena just fell over near. Fell over near but There's I only forgot. one left. Oh, is there only one? Oh, okay. My bad. Uh, that but is... You can go for it. <laughs> that is a 16. <laughs> That's a full success. So your spear impacts it. Uh, where do you hit it? Um, she's going straight for, like, the chest, trying to shut it down, basically. You impact the, the tip of your spear all the way to the cross guard. Nice. Alright. Uh, Zake or Wolf? Who's, not, who's next? If, uh, <laughs> or Wolf. <laughs> wolf. If Ferris has now impaled the the robot with the, her spear, then Zake will take the opportunity and say, and just scream, um, Ferris, shove, and just move recklessly behind the um, robot. And as Ferris is shoving, he just like slices across for maximum courage. <laughs> oh, I love that. Give me a roll. Twenty. Ooh. Oh, that's a triumph. So eight hundred damage. <laughs> that is uh, actually, eight damage. Oh, oh, I didn't know I was using your weapon. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that it. You take this thing and shove it all the way through. It, it kind of twists and impales the spear all the way through it. And the spear comes out the other end. It's whole, it smashes through some sort of device that sparks a little bit and the thing powers down on the end of Ferris's spear. There is still an alarming capacity of gas spilling out of that safe. <laughs> That's beyond that, we're no longer in combat. We're only in such action. a small box. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> cool. So that's our next problem. She like puts her leg up, like slams her foot into the stomach of the robot, and just like puts her weight on it to pull her spear out. Um, and Ferris, like... Ferris, you would recognize that this was a very ramble-like variation of one of your combat techniques for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She kind of. Gives Zeke a look up and down. <laughs> uh, Rose stays like... in wolf form and will just sort of go around licking everybody who took damage. 
just like give like a scruff like a scritch between the ears and just like look at the opening of the safe and be like it's gotta stop eventually this is a contained room though so oh well it's it it's heavy though so just breathe just don't bend down and breathe it's it'll be fine I mean, just like, at this point, the kind of... gas is lapping against your shoes and your ankles, and oh. parts of it farther in are built up higher. Does anyone have anything that can get, that can get rid of this, or shall we just Does... grab whatever's in there and run? Does it burn or anything? You could try it. <laughs> no, like on my like legs, yeah, like on my feet and stuff. Oh, no, it doesn't burn. I thought you were talking about, like, lighting a match. Lighting with a match. Oh, oh no, 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 no. It, like, it does needs it, to like... be inhaled. All right, yeah, like, if I'm standing in it, then it's fine. All right. But I am very short. Yeah, honestly, I'd be more concerned about the wolf, whose face is a little oh. lower down. Yeah. yeah. Be, like, uh, be like, Rose, stay, stay, don't let this, don't breathe this. Stay back, okay? Okay. Um, and I'm just, like, looking at it, be like, just there's a safe full of coin in there i know there's a jewelry box there's some really cool swords that's what's not about, what we're here for what's about the eye we don't I, have time. I don't didn't get the second jewelry box open notably i just hang on and i'm gonna dash in and grab try to grab the other jewelry box and dash out i'm gonna like take a deep breath and hold it and yeah, so Zeg's following with Lena as well, mask up, obviously. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Wear your mask. Uh, we don't all have masks. Mask. We don't all have masks. Uh, so can I get a roll from each of you? Dive yeah. into the gas. Afraid. That's a nine. I... Twelve. Oh, nine's okay. Nine's okay. Twelve is also a tough choice with the rules we're using. So I'll give you each the boat the same tough choice, which is either you can't hold it as you're going through and it, fun fact it doesn't sting your legs but it does sting your eyes um and you actually end up breathing some of it in are going to get somewhat hurt or you get rebuffed by it and you gotta tap out and go back now Zeke will power through he's still healthy all right if i if lena sees Zeke pushing through she's gonna really want to push through because she's stubborn <laughs> But we'll hold back because she's breathed it in once before and is like, nope. That right. sucked so real bad. Back, eyes watering. Yep. Zeke, you get in. Yeah. Into the safe that's barely open. And you haven't actually seen in here, so you feel around because the gas is opaque. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, and you, you feel a couple swords and you feel where the gas is coming from the box. And you kick kind of the lockbox on the ground, gets bolted down, and it rattles. And you can feel also the closed uh, jewelry box. Okay. So, first of all, uh, if he sees that the smoke is still billowing from that one box, he tries to close it. Which totally works. It pops shut. Uh, and then which will immediately on. help. It will probably help in the future. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If we have more time, then it might be helpful. <laughs> And uh, and yeah, so he feels around the other because there's only two lockboxes, right? There's a lockbox on the ground. There's two jewelry boxes. Oh, jewelry one box, on the right yeah. never got opened. And then there so, are two weapons: a big ass sword and a smaller sword. In the scabbard. Okay. So he definitely uh, uh, tries to go towards the second jewelry box that hasn't been opened in hopes that that's what they're here for. All right. Do you open it? 
Uh, if it's not locked, yeah. <laughs> it's not locked. You just pop it open, and you just put your fingers in it, and you feel some trinkets and stuff, but you also feel in the center of it a big, cold, dense ball of iron with that kind of veiny texture. Okay, immediately grab just that, and um, as I'm going back, swipe swipe one of the swords that's there, uh, the big, big one. Big sword or me. smaller sword? Uh, Is it a big sword? I mean, like, Dark Souls-style great sword. Like... Small one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So grab those two right, things and get you. out as quickly as possible before this gets You get unbearable. out, and as soon as you get out, you just use your back and close the safe uh, to keep as yeah. much of the gas in there Smoke as possible. And the, uh, you're able to breathe safely after a minute. <laughs> well, that's impossible to go back inside, so either we are very lucky and no one else comes for us and we can grab it, or we get the fuck out now. Did you... What was in it? Did you get it? I just hold up the veiny dark stone. Oh, hell yeah. Fantastic. Let's go. That big, super dense, cold to the touch, and actually, as you look at it, there it's all the same monochromatic black, but there is definitely an eye etched in it on one side. Not weird at all. Right? Shame to leave those things behind, but let's get the hot the hell out of here. So, you go out the way you came in, presumably? Or are you going to change yourself with the elevator? 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 I like the elevator. That one. Elevator. That one. That's the fantasy name for it. Yeah. Yes. That's what they're called Valorant. So, you go out the way you came in, or change yourself with the elevator? I think the way we came in. The way it's an elevator full of food. Right. Little, oh, I just assumed the... there was an elevator that can do spells like Ferris does. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So you're able to get out. There's a simple latch on the inside of this big cask door, and you were able to shuffle by. You imagine make uh, you just kind of shuffle by as this. Uh, now with a wolf instead of a child. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just sitting there. <laughs> Confused, but I believe still kind of confident and euphoric and happy. Even if it hasn't been an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's not been an hour. So you're, you're definitely suspicious, but you already were with this particular person. Yeah. And you're now carrying a sword, and I imagine the orb is away in someone's pocket yeah. as you're going by. And we're walking with you to... here and there. <laughs> and uh, just to. Actually, you know what? Just as you're leaving, I think, is a fine place to end this session on as you step out into wild blue yonder. Oh no, we fell off Valorith? <laughs> You've been listening to No Initiative Play Quest The Soaring City. Quest The Soaring City is an actual play production by No Initiative, hosted live on Twitch by Chromatic Chimera on Mondays at 6.30pm Eastern. Our game is guided by Nat, or at CrimeNat on Twitter. Dr. Falwin Denora the Doctor is played by Robert Allen, or at Voices of Robert on Twitter. Ferris Munir the Invoker is played by Iza, or at Evil Clever Dog on Twitter and YouTube. Lena Elliott the Spy is played by Megan Cross, or at Megan Lynn FTW on Twitter. Ro the Naturalist is played by Samwise Gamgee, or at the Samwisest on Twitter. 
Zake Sarkar the Charmblade is played by Nunu, or at JNunuTex, on Twitter. The Soaring City uses the quest system published by the Adventure Guild. If you want to try playing the quest RPG with your own pack, go to adventure.game/store and use code NOINITIATIVE, one word, all caps, for 10% off your purchase. Follow us on Twitter at NoInitiativeTV for updates, art, and memes. The Soaring City theme song is by Ryan, aka Sim, or at the Simulacri on Twitter. All other music used is by Adrian Von Ziegler. Podcast editing is by Samwise Gamgee. Thank you to Chromatic Chimera for hosting our live actual play shows on their Twitch. Check back next Wednesday for another adventure in Valerith with Quest the Soaring City.